Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following content is not suitable for children. So George is going to put on his sex therapist hat today and help us with simultaneous orgasms. You ready, G? Woohoo! Bring it on, Lori. <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fowler, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. So excited. Lori, another in-person training, Philadelphia, unleashing <gasps> the power of sex and EFT for therapists. October 4th and October 5th. This is one of our favorite trainings to do. It's such a need out there to empower therapists to keep their focus better in session and know how to help couples facilitate these bonding conversation through sex. Most of us don't grow up in families talking about this stuff. So get some of the tools that you need, have some fun, engage with other therapists. It's great to be back in person. Oh yes, it is so great to be in person. We had so much fun in our last in-person training. I mean, people actually laugh at our jokes and you know, I got to say some of what we're doing, I think it's pretty cutting edge. We're, we're working on stage one and stage two. For those of you who are therapists in EFT, you'll get what we're talking about. But even if you're not an EFT therapist, there's a lot here that you can learn about how to talk with couples about sex and how to become more expert at it. And if you're a listener and you do have a therapist and your therapist doesn't know about EFT, tell them, you know what, I think you should check this training out. I guarantee they're gonna, they'll come out of that training with some new tools, which is, that's what we're in the business of, right? Creating change with new tools. Yes, so come join us in October in Philadelphia. My sex therapist had, uh-oh. Feels a little small for my head. <laughs> Let's not talk about small right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> not wrong with small, Laurie. <laughs> okay. You know, most of the time when I see couples, they are coming in and they're anxious about something. And one of the things that they bring me is this desire to have simultaneous orgasms. And, you know, because women don't usually climax during sexual intercourse and men usually do, you know, I, I kind of tend to push people away from that and say, I think the point is mutual pleasure. The point is maybe both people having orgasms. But let's talk about, you know, maybe what it would be like to have a simultaneous orgasm and what's so great about that. It's the pinnacle of the sexual experience, right? Not only are you reaching your orgasm, but at precisely the same moment, your partner is so turned on and pleasured with you that they can't contain themselves. So it's like a double whammy. You know, an orgasm is pretty great, but be doing it with your partner at the same time. I think it's, you know, it's, it strengthens that bond. I mean, that's, that's just a moment of, of true merger, I think, when two people have orgasm. And when you experience it, 
it feels so good. No wonder why so many couples want to replicate that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting more of those moments. I just think so many couples put pressure on it and then it makes it more elusive. But I like that you're leaning into like, what's so cool about it? Why are people chasing this? Yeah. Yeah. So I really hear that, that it's a sense of merger because you're both with each other and kind of lost in this ecstatic moment together. That's, mm-hmm. that, that sounds very hot. I get it. Lost okay. together. It's a good imagery. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes when you're lost in your own orgasm, right, and your partner's enjoying that, you're having an orgasm, but they're, they're not lost. You know, they're trying to get there. They're still, you know, they're enjoying the process, but there's something magical about it happening at the same time. Nice. So we want to maybe later help people. Like, how do they do that if they want to try for that? Mm-hmm. And maybe then talk about the feelings if if they can't get there. Yeah. Yeah. So where are we going to start? So how could we help people technically reach mutual orgasm? Well, that's why we do this podcast. You got to be able to communicate. <laughs> it's not going to magically happen, right? You got to you got to be able to talk about what's turning you on and you know, I think couples, especially couples in long-term relationships, they start to be able to read each other's cues and and you know, if say the husband comes quickly, you know, you're going to have to slow it down if you're going to kind of want your partner to to kind of come with you. Mm-hmm. Right? Or or so how do you get the timing down? I think that's, that's probably the most important thing, right? That's the trick, for sure. And I think a lot of times, say the, the husband wants to orgasm during intercourse, you know, having the wife use a vibrator during intercourse can, can make it more likely that the timing's going to kind of line up with each other. Right. So he's she's using a vibrator getting aroused and he's sensing that, feeling that, watching that, and then he kind of has to hold off until she's right yep. there. Yep. Uh-huh. I think that's probably the most common one I will hear from couples, how they can do it. Mm-hmm. And there could be a lot of positions that they could make that work, right? Maybe her on top using a vibrator on her clitoris or from behind. Well, and given that, of women don't orgasm with just intercourse without clitoral stimulation. No wonder why it's so hard for so many couples to have a mutual orgasm. They're expecting it to happen during intercourse and it's just not likely to happen at the same time. Right. But if you add the vibrator or some kind of stimulation to the clitoris simultaneous of, you know, you have a much better chance of reaching that at the same time. Mm -hmm. I suppose a man could technically touch her clitoris during intercourse like maybe on top and using his thumb or something like that but it might be a little bit slower and but maybe the timing needs to be when she's already pretty aroused and then then they start intercourse i had another couple talk about masturbating with each other you know and waiting for the timing to be able to orgasm together to see what that's like. And that's usually easy to do, right? If you can kind of wait for your partner, wait for your kind of control yourself to, all right, let's do it. 
<laughs> so they're masturbating together, and then they're sort of right on the edge, and then they come together right in intercourse. Right. Uh-huh. And yeah, one person starts getting coming too quickly. A lot of times the guy has to stop and let the woman catch up. We, we talked about women. That's one of the gifts. Can have multiple orgasms. Right. So, you know, if they go quick and a guy's not ready, I'll right, we'll do it again. But I, I just think <laughs> the masturbation causes a degree of communication, right? Of reading each other, of communicating, you know, right, slow down. I'm, I'm not there yet. Wait, 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 wait. And that's, again, I think translates back into the bedroom. Uh-huh. So they got to keep talking about where they're at. Yep. Uh-huh. That, that sounds good. Sounds exciting. And what happens if one just kind of falls off the cliff before the other one's there? What do you think? They get put in timeout. <laughs> we know this is a competition. This is a game. You failed your team. They get spanked. They get spanked, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I do think that is the key of what we're talking about, right? I, if you make it the goal and you get disappointed if you don't reach it, that sets a couple up for failure, right? If it's something that can happen, awesome, enjoy it. But there are a lot of things that get in the way of making that happen, you know, and, and sex can be amazing without simultaneous orgasms. So again, I think it's the expectations. Couples that have the expectation, this is what's supposed to happen are constantly disappointed. And then they get frustrated and then there's pressure and there's resentment. And then that stuff really messes with your sex life. It so does. And that, that's who I see come into my office is the couples who have tried and maybe it's more important to one person and mm-hmm. then and then they're messed up. You know, like they're not even enjoying the fact that they're having orgasms. It's like it's a fail rather than, oh, okay, we gotta try again. Practice makes perfect kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> you know. Well, let's stick with that. Why why do some people really push for that? And again, I think when you have They've experienced not only the, the amazing feeling of their own orgasm, but knowing their partner's orgasm at the same time. Like it's, you're being successful. You know, you've turned your partner on. There's no, you, it's a total relaxation. There's no worry about, you know, even when you're having an orgasm, your partner's not, you still got that in the back of your mind. Or what about my partner? Is my partner going to have an orgasm? Like there's still a part of you holding out and worrying and has some pressure on that, right? When you have your partner I, I, wait, orgasm. I wonder if that is like male pressure because I don't. I don't experience that pressure. Well, good. That's why we're having this talk about it. You know, maybe it's men who, you know, if their partner has, maybe because as a woman, right, you're pretty sure that he's going to, you know, so it's not like this fear of if I climax first, then he's going to be so disappointed. But Mm -hmm. I can imagine as a woman or as a man, maybe it's like, well, if I come first, you know, I can't get her there or. Or is she going to get there or afterwards? What am I going to have to do? Or is she going to give up, you know? Yeah. Or I'm going to go to sleep and have to keep working. <laughs> well, if, if the woman orgasms first, I think for a lot of men, it's like, all right, the pressure's off. And they can enjoy their orgasm a little bit more. So what And it she makes... might come again. Right. Yeah. But interesting, you're saying a lot of women don't feel that way, that if their partner orgasms or they have an orgasm first, they don't worry about their partner's orgasm? I have not heard that. 
as a worry. I mean, I think there are special circumstances when a man may be having trouble with orgasm, but only under very special circumstances. But no, I think that whole book, She Comes First, Ian Kerner wrote about making sure she comes at all, you know, and then sometimes your, your body is kind of so high that you might come a second time with sexual intercourse or whatever. But I don't, I don't think there's any fear in most women. Like if I climax, then I have to worry about, is he going to climax? Well, what if the guy has ED issues? Right, and you orgasm, and he doesn't orgasm, and then you're like, uh-oh, does he not find me attractive? He might not orgasm. It might not happen again. You know, that that part of you that's holding back, that's still thinking about it, I think steals a little energy from the orgasm. Sure, if you're still thinking about it. Right, in that circumstance, if you're worried about him. and I, And that is a male thing. I think a lot of men do have that. If they orgasm first and their partner doesn't orgasm, you know, then it is, you know, have I performed good enough? Ah. You know, because a lot of times the partner doesn't orgasm and a lot of women, that's good enough. They don't have to have an orgasm, right? So it's like, I'm glad we connected. I'm glad that we were intimate. I'm glad we had this time. But I think for a guy to orgasm and his partner doesn't orgasm, there's a part of him that feels a little disappointed in that. Mm-hmm. Certainly disappointed, maybe for her, but you're also saying disappointed that he didn't do it right. He didn't yeah. last long. I mean, I think men often yeah. have that sense of, I got to last a long time, right, to mm-hmm. to get her there. Well, we've talked about the loneliness that a lot of couples can experience in these moments during an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, I don't want to orgasm, I want my part of the orgasm with me. And then all of a sudden, here comes the orgasm. I, I don't really want it now, and I can't really stop myself. But, you know, I feel disappointed I'm, I'm orgasming too fast. I'm disappointed my partner's not having an orgasm. A lot of times in those moments is where, the, you know, the sex stops. And, you know, that trains the body to kind of get a bit, you know, lonely during this, this orgasm. So when mm. you have that mutual orgasm, it's like I don't have to any of those shadows come in. So a man would think, okay, if he is starting to get really aroused and he knows his orgasm is coming, his partner's nowhere close, he's like, "Uh uh-oh, this is a problem. And he can't stop, and then he goes ahead and orgasms. Afterwards, I guess I wonder, like, what would happen afterwards? I mean, if their pattern is sex is over once he climaxes, that's, yeah, that would be a problem. But if their pattern is he climaxes and then if she, has, if she hasn't gotten there and then maybe they do something together, you know, he touches her or yeah. goes well, down I, on her or something, that's, that's no big deal. Exactly. I mean, when couples prepare themselves for different timing, they can just flow with it, right? They can could, they could move with it. It's not a big deal. But if you if you got this expectation of a mutual orgasm and you have an orgasm by yourself, that actually could wind up. And that's what's so sad. You actually have an orgasm, but it's not so fulfilling because you're kind of got all this stuff that bleeds into it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's come back and talk about like what we can do with that. How okay. do we help people get find more common ground with their orgasms? Okay, more common ground, mutual ground. Mutual ground. 
simultaneous ground. Cozy earth sheets. Does it get any sexier than that, Lori? It really doesn't. I swear. I mean, it's a nice, it's, it's a good foreplay right there, just feeling <laughs> your skin against those sheets. Oof. I mean, these sheets make your clothes fall off, I'm telling you. Absolutely. Cozy Earth, their bamboo sheets are freaking amazing. And I now will never sleep with anything else. When I travel, George, I like bring Cozy Earth pillowcases with me because I don't want my head on anything else. I mean, it is so soft and it's elegant. It's like luxury. I mean, luxury bedding. And it's backed by a, a lengthy warranty, which is awesome. And they have sheets and blankets and more. They also have cool, very, very cool pajamas, y'all. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that this time, but it is great. And it's temperature regulating. So men often run a little bit hot in bed. Let, let's say hot in bed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And women like that soft, warm. And it does both. It is so great. So please check out Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth provides an exclusive offer for our foreplay listeners. 35% off site-wide when you use the code foreplay. That's CozyEarth.com. Check it out. So good. And take Lori's guarantee. The sheets will take your clothes off. <laughs> Uber Lube. It's a luxury lubricant. Can you say that three times fast? Uber Lube Luxury Lubricant. You know, basically, it's pure silicone bliss. It is made from superior ingredients. It has skin-soothing vitamin E, and it goes on just like natural moisture, and it lasts a long time. There's no drip. Their glass bottles are truly beautiful. You can leave them on your bedstand. I do. No problem. Nobody notices. And it's basically like this thin, slippery silicone formulation. It reduces friction, which is great, but it doesn't reduce sensation, and it stays slippery long enough for lasting pleasure. They have travel-friendly toughened glass bottles. You can slip it in your gym bag. You can slip it in your purse. You can be ready whenever. Try UberLube, the silicone lubricant, at uberlube.com. Use the code FOREPLAY for 10% off. Really, it is the best lubricant on the market. We are doing a couples retreat on September 8th. So please keep that in mind in your schedule for your fall schedule. We want to give you a heads up. We're only doing one this year because our training schedule is getting crazy, but we would love to invite you to our couples retreat on September 8th. It's by Zoom and you can find it on our website or playsextherapy.com. Nice. And we just uh, completed training therapist two days, right? On sex. Had over 100 therapists. How much fun was that, Laurie? To just kind of, again, get all these questions. We don't have all the answers, but we're just, again, that excitement is just trying to help us all get clearer and clearer and start leaning in this direction because it's such a great need to help couples talk about their sex lives. It was. It was really fun. And we're excited to do it again for our couples. We always have fun with people who are wanting to work on their sex life and come to us. They're always anxious. What is it going to look like? And I'm glad to email you a little bit about that, talk with you so you can get comfy. Nice. And who don't want to be comfy, Mm -hmm. right? So Lori, again, I remember your video that you show of one of your couples, you know, and they used to have great sex. They used to have these mutual orgasms. So they both know what it's like. Yeah. And then kids and stress and a couple of years later, he's orgasming too quickly. 
and he don't want to, but he, he can't help himself. It, there's a lot of sensitivity there. And she is disappointed, right? She don't get to have an orgasm. They don't have a lot of flexibility. Like after he orgasms, he helps her orgasm because he gets a bit frustrated and, and, and disappointed. And she he gets, gets frustrated. disappointed in himself, not in yeah. her, right? But she gets disappointed in him. Yeah. So again, he picks up that signal. Mm, and, and now you can see how these moments, because they have different expectations, start to really lead to disconnection, not connection. And I think that's so sad. You know, this most intimate of moments, and it leads to further disconnection, not connection. Yeah. I, I think that woman could climax with sexual intercourse. And that's probably that occasion or that situation combination of, of a woman who can climax with sexual intercourse and a man who wants her to. I can imagine how both of them might feel like, ooh, this wasn't, this wasn't a 10 or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that you're going to scores, Laurie. <laughs> I'm using numbers, Speaking G. Speaking my numbers. <laughs> my numbers game. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is helpful to assess the quality of the engagement because it helps people give each other feedback. So he has all this pressure on him. It's getting in the way of his you know, engaging. So wouldn't it, if he could talk about it and he feels himself coming close, he should stop having sex. He mm-hmm. should pull out and chill out, or you, you, you talk a lot about the squeeze technique or no, stop and start. No, not the squeeze technique, right, the start right. and stop. I failed my sex therapy course, You damn did, it. damn it. I did say the stop and start technique. You did afterwards, good. right. All okay, right. I'm giving you a half point. Half a point. Well, again, there are things to do, but what's more important is, is that recognition that says, all right, if, if I don't want to come too quickly, if that's going to create a lot of shame or distress or disappointment, then I got to figure out how to kind of change my timing a bit more. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to give my partner oral sex or I mean, what, what, what do I need to do that allows me to feel like, you know, we're on the same page? Right. Because, you know, for women, there's also kind of a near point of inevitability too. you know, like when she's, I don't know, I'll give you some more numbers, G. But probably... We're switching roles on this one. I like it. <laughs> you know, when she said about 90, 95, which she could stay there for a long time, but, you know, there's she's going to have an orgasm. I, it could possibly be interrupted, but she's going to have an orgasm. She's not having one yet, but she's definitely going to. I, I think as a woman, there's this point that, you know, it all feels good, but then there's this point that, it feels great. And once you kind of reach that great realm, you're going to have an orgasm. So maybe getting her really stimulated to that point and and then she kind of talks about it, right? Like, okay, I am ready to go. Let's let's have intercourse. That's that's more of a sure thing. Like she's but then I would imagine that intercourse kind of pushes her over the edge. With yeah. with clitoral stimulation, maybe continuing or maybe not. Or I hope the bells are going off here, Lori. You're giving your little chi chi to the men out there. That's why <laughs> you emphasize the foreplay. Right? Yeah. That Twenty minutes of foreplay is priming that woman to kind of be ready when you're ready. Most men just move too quickly. 
I right? think the testosterone so. says, I'm ready, I'm hot, let's do this, yeah, I'm turned on, let's go, let's have intercourse. And you know, they start having intercourse for a couple of minutes, they're ready to go and their partner's not there yet. So again, if you want to have simultaneous orgasms or close to it, you got to kind of give the other person the time and they need to achieve that. Yeah, exactly. And what though, let's say then she comes and he's not quite there that he can just have to, he'll have to catch up. I, I think what I would worry about with couples is just like you said, it's, you know, this is all so good. It's all so good. And I would hate for people to feel like they're failing, mm-hmm. you know, not getting there. It's like, and that's, that's who I see. But I mean, if you're naked, you're having intercourse, you're touching, you're having oral sex and you're close and you both have orgasms or I don't know, hard to, hard to beat that, I think. But then I guess you're saying simultaneous orgasm beats even that. I don't think we have to compare it, but because again, when we think it's the best and we start thinking that is the goal, it puts a ton of pressure. You know, I think it's an end both scenario. Separate orgasms are pretty amazing. A mutual orgasm is pretty amazing. Whatever happens, right? It's that space that you're opening up that's key. It's to connect and explore and to play. That's the goal, not the mutual orgasm. That puts too much pressure on. But it's okay to have a mutual orgasm, right? If that's something that you both want to try for and you could get your timing down because that's the hardest thing, just getting your timing down, then why not go for it? See what it's like. So overall... They got to have intercourse and clitoral stimulation. So they got to be in that kind of a position. Clitoral stimulation. I just read that the clitoris is the only organ that's solely in either partner that is solely designed for sexual pleasure. Yay. (laughs) You often talk about a woman's broken starter, but they got this damn little like superpower thing. That's pretty amazing. (laughs) They got this damn little superpower thing. This little. Designed just for sexual pleasure. That's right. Our sexual pleasure parts do multiple things, right? They multitask. Yeah. Maybe that's why we don't multitask men in general because we're too busy multitasking (laughs) in sex. In in sex, yeah. (laughs) I know. Our our penis is doing too many different things. Yeah, our clitoris is just have fun. That's all it's about. (laughs) How cool is that? It is so cool. And I, I think about so many women who kind of deny that as a woman that they should have sexual pleasure for some reason or another and gosh their their body is telling them otherwise that's a pretty cool body yeah pretty cool body exactly okay so simultaneous orgasms a great thing i've been i've been putting it sort of aside because i don't want people to feel too pressured but we're saying it could be cool to be lost together in pleasure and and sort of you're in outer space together right just woo. it's magical when you have those moments of knowing i mean it's total presence to where you know you're in this this realm of of letting go mm. of merger of merger. Not, there's no distractions there's no i mean you can just feel the other person letting go at the same time 
Mm. Right, and I think everyone should experience it once in their lifetime, at least. <laughs> so, and Mary there's Jane. no reason you can't figure it out once. I mean, just the luck of the draw. If you have sex enough with the same person, at some point they should line up. If you're very kind of intentional and you can communicate and you're aware of each other, right? I mean, you're developing this flow of synchrony, and when you get each other's timing, that I think does get easier to kind of get there. So, if you're a couple not having and you, you're having great sex, the proof is in the levels of engagement. If you're having great sex, having it separate, cool, keep doing what you're doing. But if you want to give this a shot without putting too much pressure on yourself, enjoy the party, baby. Ooh, thanks for listening. Keep it hot, y'all. I would love to invite you. This is women only, but we are having a retreat in Asheville on November 10th through the 12th, and it's going to be a slumber party. And so we're going to like all stay together in the same cabin. It's a beautiful space and we're going to have meals brought in and made and and we know who the chef is and so it's going to be wonderful. Maybe drink a little bit of wine if you'd like to and we have kind of some talks and time to work together on your sexuality. So the whole goal of this women's sexuality retreat, the slumber party, is to basically enhance and develop yourself, your erotic self inside. So we're going to be talking about anatomy and physiology and sexual attachment. We're going to talk through blocks, you know, what stops us? What are the breaks against our sexual expression? And then what are our gas pedals? What are our turn-ons? How do we open up more sexually, like with enhanced sexual pleasure? And we're going to talk about orgasms and role play and using joys and fantasies and some stuff. And each night we're going to have a pajama party where we just relax and sit around and talk on the deck and hang out together. And and then on Sunday morning, we're going to set our focus and have concrete steps toward sexual engagement with our partners. Sounds pretty awesome, Lori. And all the men, don't worry about it. Maybe we'll have like a Spartan camp out somewhere, have a couple <laughs> beers and, you know, we'll do our own version of that someday. <laughs> That would be great. So love to invite you. I will post it on foreplaysextherapy.com under resources, and there will be the retreat, the scheduling events, and you can link and figure out if you can make it with us on November 10th through the 12th in 2023. Asheville, be there. Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.